Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important, getting or letting go? Kelly Butler is a former Winnipeg Blue Bomber, but he also played in the NFL. Butler now works with indigenous children in Winnipeg. Playing for a purpose, works with young people, providing mentorship and creating opportunities. Kelly, as a black man and a former professional athlete, how are you feeling watching all of this unfold? What's going on? It's your host with the most. It's your boy KB. How are you doing today? I gotta ask you guys, how's the last two weeks been? We haven't had a chance to interact. And for myself, that last seven days of preparing for Christmas, I had talked about it on the check-in, but it was extremely challenging to be able to be prepared to, to, to do Christmas. It, it was hard, you know, for myself. And, and I have to give a lot of credit to the people that were able to make Christmas be great for my daughter and just in general. And I think during the holidays, what got us through it or got myself through it was making sure that my daughter had a great Christmas. And to all the parents and to all the, the caregivers, to all the foster parents, if they were able to provide a good Christmas for their families, great job. As I look at what we're going to talk about today and saying like reflection, and, and the biggest thing that we think about is it's 2020 going into 2021. What are you going to take into 2021? What did you learn from 2020? And for myself, I had to really be accountable to me. I had to really, really say throughout this year, it's very easy to point out in situations as we all can look at it, somebody else can be the blame. Somebody else can be the person that we're holding accountable. Somebody else did it wrong. And a lot of times throughout this year, I found myself putting blame on others. I found myself interacting in ways that I wasn't normally accustomed to. I have, you know, had to deal with new labels that I've been trying to fight for years, you know, being called retarded. I don't like that word. Um, people saying that word in general that's something that is a challenge. And why are you saying, Kelly, that word? Because a lot of times when people start labeling you and you have to break that norm, and then people want to use those terminologies against other people or say that, it becomes very challenging. So the R word is not a, a word I, I like. And, and the other word that I'm struggling with, and if you've been watching my, uh, my, my Instagram, is crazy. A lot of times people looked at me and what I was trying to accomplish and what the foundation was able to accomplish. And throughout the challenges, the stress of trying to serve others became overwhelming. And the ability to keep moving forward became very challenging. And at times when we're going through our worst, it's not the time to label people. It's not the time to point out what's wrong with them. And for myself, I've had to really reevaluate me. I've had to reevaluate how I interact with people. This today on the show, you know, with the push with KB, we're going to talk about three different topics. We're going to talk about people, we're going to talk about employment, and I'm going to talk about marriage and my daughter. 
I'm going to talk about the positive things I've done in 2020. And I'm going to talk about some of the things that I need to work on and the things that I want to take into 2021. I'm not sure how you're feeling about your 2020, but my 2020 this year was the hardest year for me. It was the hardest year before COVID um, for a number of reasons. First and foremost, being a foster parent. The, the, the challenges of being a foster parent became more than I'm, I'm willing to handle. Second of all, having to try and serve a community that's been amazing to me. Winnipeg, I love this community. I love the people in this community. At times, I've interacted with people and felt that the overall interaction hasn't been beneficial for both people. My fundamental frustration, Kelly Butler, is that the interaction with people, looking at both sides, I feel like I've taken a bad deal a few times. I can say that my energy and my emotions have gotten the best of me more times than they should have in 2021, in 2020, excuse me. My interaction with people is not what I'm accustomed to. And I think the pressure of having to perform in very challenging situations, we all are having to perform during COVID and it's becoming very challenging. And for the last 90 days, I've had to be a foster parent without any support from you know staff because of employment and COVID. It's overwhelming right now and trying to figure out what I want to do for 2021. So first and foremost, when you look at yourself and the people that you surround yourself with in 2020, who's in your life? When you look at the positive people that you have around you, can you identify people that are supporting you? And, and, and what is a positive person? When you look at, when I look at my circle of people that are, are around me, unfortunately, a lot of people in Winnipeg, I pushed away. And a lot of times for myself, I don't want people to suffer with me because I've been suffering long enough personally. And I try and make sure that nobody else feels the way I felt as a child. And in 2021, the amount of pain that I had utilized to bring the foundation and things to where it was, was great until it wasn't anymore. The individuals in this community that I've surrounded myself with are amazing people. In situations, when I look at some of the things the positive people have said to me, it's been amazing. And they, they, they've helped me believe in myself. This city has helped me build myself for the last 10 years, been able to create charitable organization and open up multiple homes. I didn't do that alone. There's a certain individual that believed in me and was able to invest in the foundation that was able to support a lot of people. And I think that inspires us during these challenging times, the positive people, the people that get up day after day and just serve the clock and give back to people. I, I talked about Travis on the show last week. There's a lot of people that serve the community day after day after day without the credit. That doesn't mean that it's not a lot of pressure. That doesn't mean that being a foster parent isn't extremely challenging or being a frontline service isn't challenging. Those are very, very positive people. For me, my circle is small. And the people I work with, we did amazing things. And as this year has transitioned, situations have presented themselves and the people that I was interacting with 
the service to serve, to help the community and the vulnerability to try and trust again. And then when it became challenging, and this is the people when I say negative or learned experiences, the people that I was, or, or I was serving weren't willing to serve back. As much as I'm willing to give, are they willing to be able to give and help in that same situation when I need them? And I think it's scary to be vulnerable and need somebody to help you. And then when you actually need them to help you and you, you hope that they're going to come help you, they don't. And you ask yourself, like, what, what changed? How was it when you were your most vulnerable? I was there for you. I, I, I dropped everything. I made sure you got what you needed especially with the foundation and with my foster homes and the people in the community as serving people. I'm never looking to, 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 to keep a tally at times. I brought up examples of how to I've served and helped people. And then when situations have brought been, been brought back, I'm saying it seems like now that I need a little bit of help or holding people accountable, the roles have changed and I'm becoming a bad guy. For me, I look at saying, what did I learn in 2020? It's not the people. It's me. I didn't set a standard and hold myself accountable. I didn't hold others accountable long enough. And then in the transition, I wasn't making sure that I was as healthy as I possibly could have been. And when I look at the people, the positive and negatives of the people, it was me. Because what people don't know on the podcast, I say my wife, Megan, we're going through a separation. Anybody going through a separation understands the trials and tribulations. I have to acknowledge that through trying to be a great father, appreciating the support um, my partner has presented throughout these last four years, understanding to be the best version of myself, sometimes I got to step back. It's nothing that my wife did that says the marriage isn't working. It's just saying that I don't feel like I'm good enough. And when you have emotional turmoil in a relationship, and it's been going on for the last four months as far as trying to come to the conclusion of dealing with, you know, transitioning and trying to be, just because I'm separating from my partner doesn't mean that she's not an amazing person. Doesn't mean that she's not helped me become the person I am. I respect her more than, I, I have the utmost respect. As, and I look at it as, well, the people from 2020 that were positive and negative, the person I neglected the most was Posey. I neglected spending time with my daughter serving other people. In 2020, I said 2020 was going to be my year. It was going to be the year I was doing everything to be able to set the stage for my daughter. And in doing so, I was setting the stage until the stage collapsed. So now I have all this passion and all this motivation for my daughter. And now I'm presented with all these problems. So all that passion now turns into pain because I'm scared. So that I'm scared that I'm not going to be able to provide for my, my daughter. I'm transitioning and going through a separation. My anxiety and the unknowing for 2021 is at an all-time high. And I'm afraid and I'm alone. You ever been afraid and alone, not knowing what to do? And usually, 
it's either flight or fight. And a lot of times I've been willing to fight, but I've just taken off. So when I look at 2021, what Kelly Butler, the person wants to be and people, the only focus I have is Posey. The only thing I'm trying to be is the best for my daughter. And throughout 2020, if I was emotional, if I was going through highs and lows, it was because I felt like I was failing as a father. I was failing to be able to provide, to be the dad that I know my daughter deserves, to be the supportive partner that my wife deserves. When we look at environment and saying you can take a child out of an environment and put them in a new environment, that child is still that child. So you take somebody out of CFS or or the the reserve and you put them in CFS and you put them in the community, just because you change the environment, it might be a better environment, but that child still has to deal with some of the trauma that hasn't been worked through. And why I say that is as much as I've been able to progress through my pain, And the adversity, as we all have, it's still now very present being a father. I didn't want to become the father my father was. How my father became the man he was, I don't know. As we look at our parents and saying, well, they didn't do these things or they're not around. And especially a lot of the kids I work with in CFS, their parents are homeless, dead, in jail, or not around. So it's really hard to be able to identify how to be better than something you never had, but you know it carries that emotional guilt. So as I'm avoiding being a father because I'm afraid to fail and create turmoil and trauma for my daughter, I'm trying to overcompensate and do everything else over here because I'm familiar with pain. I'm familiar with creating. I'm able to put my emotions on pause because I don't want to deal with being a dad. I don't want to, it's too much for me. Because I don't want to let the person that I'm trying to do this for down. So what did I do? I didn't spend a lot of time with Posey in 2020. I neglected the people that cared about me. I pushed away some positive people and I cut away some negative people. And now I'm sitting here saying, well, for 2021, I got to be better for my daughter. I got to find a way to, 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 to say that Dad is just working to be the best for you. So when we look at the first topic, positive and negative people, who are you serving in 2020? Who are you working with in 2020? And has that been beneficial for you for 2020? And are those people that are in your inner circle going to stay with you in 2021? For me, no. Not at all. I have become comfortable saying I know where I want to go. I appreciate the relationships and the building blocks that we've had in 2020, but the direction that I want to go for 2021 in regards to people is focusing on my daughter. Being able to be around people that want to be dads, people that are working at being better at dads, and just dealing with overcoming mental health, mood disorders, and trauma, and not calling dads crazy as they're trying to work on being better at being dads. So now I said there's three topics. The second topic is employment. In 2020, the layout of your employment 
probably doesn't look the same in the beginning of 2020 as it does right now. Going into 2020, I was a foster parent, starting Four Sisters Clothing, and uh, working with Recruit Ready and running my charitable organization. Throughout the year, COVID hit. Now, I'm not blaming COVID on why my employment has no longer to exist. It's just, it's become very problematic being a foster parent. And and that's the thing that I'm saying. My employment, I, I run my charitable organization, but I'm employed as a foster parent, or I was. I stepped down, I tried to step down December 1st, and then I officially stepped down um, on Saturday. And the history of me being a foster parent for the last five years, it was one of the greatest things I've ever done. It was something that I looked at and said, hey, guess what? I've grown up in this environment. I've overcome a lot of things. And anybody that wants to give back to the community, that wants to get into foster care or respite or social work, I commend you. I applaud you. But I also want to make you aware of what it does to you. Being able to serve a community that needs to be served is beautiful. These kids that come into CFS need love. They need structure, they need support, and the trauma and the things that these kids have gone through and I've gone through, it's something that it shouldn't happen, but it does. And in order to do the job the right way, you fully got to immerse yourself into it. And I dove in, not knowing what I was doing for the last five years. And in year one, it was the scariest thing, taking two kids that you've never met, and now you have them for full time and then getting to three and four. But the first couple kids I had, the first child was dropped off in a KFC parking lot. As a foster parent, I picked up a kid in a KFC parking lot and didn't see a social worker for three months. And had to find a way to provide for a child for three months. I was like, man, this is not necessarily what I signed up for, but I'm going to do it for these kids. So throughout the time, I never got mad at the system of being a foster parent. That's why I created the foundation to be able to deal with the shortfall and the overwork of, the, of social workers. A social worker might have 30 kids on one kid on their caseload. And another social worker and more and more kids are coming into care with more and more pre-existing problems. Initially, it might have been behavioral. Then it might have been uh, fetal alcohol syndrome. And now it's all of those on top of sexual abuse and mental health. It becomes much more challenging to do this job right now. And for me, I, I struggle with being a foster parent and profiting off of somebody else's pain. I don't want to say that I love you as a brother until you're 19 and then you get out of care and then I can no longer love you the way I did because I can no longer be able to provide and support you like I did in the past. And I think sometimes when I've gone through five years and saying, as I went to the first topic, my accountability is to my daughter. And if I sound selfish saying that I'm quitting being a foster parent because my focus is my daughter, then I'm selfish. And sometimes you have to acknowledge selfish is not a bad thing. Being able to acknowledge that what you were able to create, who you were able to help, where you're working doesn't define who you are. 
what you were able to do in that environment, great. What you learned in that environment, great. I've been employed by a lot of places over my tenure as a, as a, an adult. The job that I failed at the most was being a professional athlete. Wasn't prepared, didn't necessarily take the preparation, was on the biggest platform and failed miserably. And had to deal with that. And then I had to come here 10 years ago and had to start all over again. So it's not starting all over again with employment. The relationships as being a foster parent when I was stepping away, which I am, it, it feels I'm stepping away from family, but I'm stepping into a new role to be a father, which I should have been doing a lot longer and better at it. My, the, I say the drawbacks of being a foster parent is the environment that these kids have to come into because of the pre-existing environment, that's challenging. And then when they turn 18 and 19 and age out and they have to go into the real world, and they don't get to go back home, that's one of the negative things. It's a very trying time right now. There was a reason why I wanted to step down as a foster parent. People don't understand why I wanted to step down as a foster parent. Understand each kid in care has a, a certain amount of money that equates to him first and foremost. Second of all, I can't keep being able to provide sustainability if I have to let a kid go out and then a kid come in. It just feels like a, a negative cycle of just pushing out people and profiting off their pain. And the, the, the most challenging thing this year for me is, especially during the holidays, has been dealing with my mother's death. It's hard for me to see somebody else lose their mother and remind me of my mother, losing my mother. It's hard now that at 38 years old, I'm finding out more information about my mother's death having more questions, not having the ability to have those conversations. So as I'm having my own internal turmoil to be a good father for my daughter and deal with myself, now I have to put those emotions on hold and try and be a foster parent for somebody else losing their mother without support. It's just too much. I'm not helping the kids. I'm not helping myself. I'm actually becoming counterproductive and, and, and failing. And that was the immediacy, or, or I don't even that's always a real word, um, but the ability to expedite the process for December 1st. And, you know, trials and tribulations or whatever the circumstance was, they were not ready to be able to transition the license to somebody else. Um, we had made some suggestions that necessarily did not fit the plan. But at the end, I wanted to stop December 1st, regardless. And then after 27 days, now I'm completely done. Right, wrong, or indifferent, the direction that my employment wants to be for 2021 is in a different direction than in 2020. For yourself, if you want to go in a different direction, if you want to embark on something that you haven't done, if you want to step into a new environment, you have to be able to let go of that previous job. You have to acknowledge the fears of failing forward. My number one dream that I put on the table was being a number one, being a motivational speaker. I was doing motivational speaking at the Dream Chaser program at NYC, speaking throughout the city, and I feel that I have an ability to articulate my words and make my story relatable. I just never thought I would be able to become one of the best speakers in the world being in Winnipeg. 
it, it just it just didn't seem realistic. That didn't take away from me loving to speak. And then now, as I look at 2021 and say, oh, you see me posting more about Eric Thomas. You see me posting about the, the Secret to Success podcast. Because guess what? That's where I'm going. I'm manifesting and saying Kelly Butler wants to be one of the top motivational speakers in the world. I want to speak. I want to be able to tell my story. I want to inspire people. And I want to talk about the negatives I've learned saying that until you're willing to really focus and say, I want to make the sacrifices for what I believe in. I'm willing to go all the way on this one. This is something I believe in. This is something I want to manifest. And this is something that's going to add value to myself and add value to the world. Especially in the States, thinking about what they've been having to deal with in 2020. As a black man coming back into the States to speak about what it is like to overcome adversity, what it's like to be able to unify and rebuild and pick yourself back up, I'm familiar with that. Also being able to articulate the mistakes I made. A lot of the mistakes that I've made with my employment, when I get information or I have conversations, the negative about being a foster parent um, or the interaction with you know certain people or being in the, the football world or being um, dealing with people is if I'm interacting with you and I'm emotional, it's not a it's not a healthy conversation because I'm speaking fast. I'm speaking in a tone that's not necessarily positive because I have to get something done. And you say, well, Kelly, that's just rude. How did you you can't talk to people like that? In other environments, professional sports and environments, this is how I was coached or taught to execute. So as I look now and saying, well, that wasn't right then, but the results were great. So now I have to identify that in communicating with people until I can get my emotions neutral in employment, I shouldn't have that conversation. I shouldn't rush to that decision. Because the last times when I've been employed and made these decisions, it's been problematic. I rushed out of college because I was emotional and jumped out of college. I made very impulsive decisions because I was hurt um, and, and felt just, I was scared. And I think as you look at employment, have you ever quit a job or been fired because you emotionally just weren't ready for the job or you said something emotional like, hey man, this is not how we interact in business. And for me as a, as a boss, I want to be a better leader. And I feel like I'm mentoring people in the way, but at the same time, I have to be very clear saying, what is your goal and what is my goal? I don't want people to come work for me thinking that their goal and my goal are aligning. My direction of where I'm going is very different. And that's one of the things about employment. Before you hire or before you sign up for a job, identify what you're trying to get out of that job. Because somebody, if you're either working for yourself or you're working for somebody else, and if you're working for somebody else, you're building their dreams and hopefully you're not putting your dreams on a back burner. At least you're learning something to help add to your dreams. So in the last year and the previous years, less is more. Hear me very clearly. Less is more. I tried to do 
too much in 2020. I tried to juggle too many balls. I tried to overextend myself too many times. And in those jobs or those employments or interactions, I gave more than I got. So when I talk about people in the beginning, great people. Now employment, bad business. Because some of the business deals with the people I work with didn't work out for both sides. So as taking accountability, me, myself, what did I learn? I learned to be patient. I learned to reevaluate what I'm trying to do and learn and communicate. So in 2021, as I'm trying to go back to the States to do my motivational speaking, I've been working on this plan for like a month now. Initially, it's like, I'm going to move back to the States and I'm done. And I was like, I'm not moving back to the States, but I want to run. I'm tired of being called crazy here. Tired of not being appreciated. Tired of feeling isolated. But I did that to myself. So I'm tired of me putting myself in these situations. So I was like, that's not the right plan. So I was like, but I have to be a dad, but I have to be a provider. And it seems like it's very hard to be a provider in Winnipeg. So I've been working through my plan and where we are now with my plan. I'm not sure where your plan is for 2021, but my plan for 2021 thus far is to be a motivational speaker, be able to be on the road for a few weeks, build those relationships and start building that brand, travel for a few weeks and come back because my number one priority is to be Posey's father and be in her life. But I also have to be a provider. And as a father and as a mother and the bills, the providing is the problem right now for COVID. It's hard for people to find a way to have a sustainable income if you're not in certain industries. There's a lot of people that have bills coming up that can't make money. And that's unfortunate. I have an opportunity and ability to generate revenue. So if you're looking at your job right now and it seems like it's not going to be able to allow you to provide for your family or you're not happy, maybe you have to reevaluate, you know, are you going to step outside of that comfort zone? Are you going to go back to school? What are you going to do for 2021? Because if you're not happy in 2020 and you're going into 2021 with that same team and that same employment, good luck. I hope for the best. As my boy Travis says, I hope for the best. And lastly, but not least, I talked about it earlier, but marriage, we've talked about people, talked about employment. We talked about now marriage. I got to breathe before I say this. I'm not going to look at it from my perspective first. I'm going to look at it from my, my, my partner's perspective. What she endured for the last four four years, how she's helped me become the man I am, very, very grateful. What she has done, my daughter speaks better than most six-year-olds right now. If you've met Posey, she's, she's perfect. That's 99% of my, do- uh, my wife. When I'm having my emotional moments, when I'm crying and I'm trying to get it together, my wife is distracting Posey as I'm crying, trying to just say, Daddy can do this. Daddy's trying to do this and daddy's not doing it to the level that daddy wants to do it for you, but daddy loves you. And my, and my wife is understanding the struggles and still having to be a mother first. I had to make a hard choice saying that I'm hurting the people I love because I can't necessarily find the sustainability to be consistent as a parent, as a partner, and I just need some help. I'm broken. 
people say that's not a, yeah I'm broken you, I can call myself broken call myself crazy call myself these things because I am it doesn't mean that I'm not trying to rebuild it but when you lose what I've lost and you go through life there's going to be some problems when you're intimate with somebody and you're around them day after day after day so it's in the best interest for me to step away from the relationship so I can be a better dad and a better partner to support, you know, my ex-wife. Now, do I feel like I have to articulate the trials and tribulations of what's going on in my relationship? God, no. But I think during COVID, it's been stressful for a lot of people in the relationships. If anything, I say my wife has outperformed. She's done an amazing, amazing, amazing job. And as I've been sitting here being a foster parent saying, I'm here, she's working there. I cannot connect back to my daughter and I can't be with the man I want to be. So as you know, if there's relationship problems, if you are having relationship problems, men or women, how hard is it to do your job? How hard is it for you to be positive when you come home and you're arguing with your partner? How hard is it when you feel like you're failing as a father to go perform at your job? If along the way you're mentally not in the right mind frame during COVID and there's things that are contributing to that, that's going to be problematic on both parties. So I don't want to be the person that's contributing to the negativity or, or, or the challenges of COVID and my relationship because it's me. I can blame COVID. I can blame it. Kelly Butler needs to be better for 2021. Kelly Butler needs to be accountable for 2021. Kelly Butler messed up in 2020. There's things that I learned hard L's. Hard life lessons. I've had hard life lessons in 2020. As a man. As a father. As a business owner. I've had to learn hard lessons that I will not take into 2021. But I will take the knowledge to be better in 2021. So what does that look like when you're separating from your partner but trying to be a father and co-parent? Be respectful. Be neutral. Take your emotions out and breathe. I'm not saying I'm perfect at it. I'm saying I'm trying to be a great provider for my wife. I'm saying I'm scared because I don't know what's going to happen in January because my employment, I'm no longer employed as a foster parent. Charitable organizations open, but I'm not sure how many donations have come in and there's still things coming in, but I don't care about that right now. That's adding to the responsibilities of being an adult, but I definitely want to make sure that I can provide the emotional stability to be responsible as a parent. I want to be, provide the emotional stability that I can be respectful when I'm interacting with my wife or my ex-wife as trying to learn these things. If you're going through challenges in relationships during COVID, I'm sorry. But what's your focus? If it's just you and your partner, are there kids involved? I'm not trying to tell you how you should do your relationship. I'm just saying what was contributing to my 2020 being challenging, which was me. In every situation, it was me. So if I want to change for 2021, I got to change the one which is me. I can't can no longer say, well, 
these people mess me over. Well, it's Megan's fault. It's this and that. No, it's Kelly. I was aiming my rage at a lot of different people. And some of that rage was deserving to certain people. But what kind of lessons am I teaching to my daughter? At the end of the day, the people that call me crazy, the people that I'm no longer working with, that's not the problem. It's just being able to say that I'm going to be a good dad. I want to be respected by my, you know, my, you know, by the mother of my child saying that I'm providing and being a, a good co-parent. I'm no longer in 2021 going to be caught up on distractions and noise that doesn't, I don't need to listen to. Less is more. In order to move forward, you're going to have to let go of something. And some of the things I've had to let go of, that for both sides, it's better for me than it might be for other people. But at the end of the day, being selfish is not a bad thing. Because sitting here so serving this community, I would do it a hundred times. But I'll never serve this community and sacrifice spending time with my daughter. I will not do that in 2021. I will not do that any further. Now, if I have to go on the road to provide for for a few weeks to make sure that the future is better, I will do that. So when we recap this, let's really take a hard look at what you want to do for 2021. First and foremost, people, the positive people in your life, the negative people in your life, you have the choice who you interact with. You have the choice of why you interact with them and why you shouldn't interact with them. That's a choice that you have to identify. But if those same people are in your life in 2021 and you weren't happy with the results in 2020, ask yourself, why are you keeping those people around? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Why you're keeping those people around if they're no longer serving you and supporting you? And maybe you're not supporting them. Maybe they need to leave you. People may have to left. People have stepped away from me because they said I might necessarily not be healthy for them. And I respect that. The second recap is employment. I am no longer a foster parent. It's, it's not that I don't think being a foster parent is a bad thing. It just no longer is something that I feel that I want to pursue anymore. It doesn't mean that I'm stepping away, that I, I feel that the kids don't deserve to have a great foster parent. It's just, I want to be a parent. This system is challenging. I respect it. I feel like I've done and given to you know the community um, and still think that throughout these, you know, being a foster parent or being working in, 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 in that industry, I've learned a lot. And I feel like if that's something that you want to be involved in, just be aware that it can be very, very, very emotionally draining, mentally draining, and it's a lot. Good intentions, but there's a lot that comes along with that. So I want to make sure that sometimes you're going into something, but you don't really know what you're going into it till you're there. And once I was there, I was there for five years, and now I'm no longer there. And I can look back and say, man, you know what? I think I did an okay job. Marriage, thank you for saying yes. I look at, you know, being committed means being committed to the good and the bad. Just because I'm not married to her, my wife anymore, I'm still committed to being a good person. I'm still committed to being a good parent.
still committed to trying to be a better man than I was in 2020, even though I'm not married. Because at the end of the day, guys, what is your why? What is 2020-21 going to look like for you? What's next year going to look like for you? And what's going to motivate you through it? What's going to keep you accountable? What's going to keep you humble? What's going to keep you hungry? How are you going to be able to overcome adversity that you can't prepare for and still stay positive when it looks like there's no options? For me, it's Posey. As I'm growing through this, as is she. For me, it's the people that I'm surrounding myself with from back home. And taking accountability and saying, for 2020, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't tell you the full story because I don't think you need to know it. But I do know that there was a lot of trials and tribulations that each individual listening had to overcome. We all have had to overcome a lot of things in 2020. And I'm not saying that my behavior condones it. I'm not saying that some of my interactions, but it was a hard year. How do you rebound from a hard year? How do you rebound from a loss? How do you rebound from adversity? How do you bounce back up from when you got knocked down so hard, when you were so close? I'll show you. But you got to show yourself. You got to believe. You got to make those sacrifices. You got to understand, is it worth it to you? And you got to understand not everybody's going to agree with you. People are going to judge you. People are going to say things about you. They're going to call you crazy. They're going to call you retarded. They're going to discredit you. They're going to point the finger. But you got to believe in yourself. You got to believe that you can go and push forward. Because that why has to be bigger than money. That why has to be bigger than fame. Because I have the houses. I've had the money. That's not what's getting me off the ground. If that's all I had, I'd probably be dead. Because if all I'm thinking about is the fame and the glory, it's very easy to just be alone in a big house and be by yourself. The one thing that is motivating me, that's keeping me saying, I can get back up from this K, is first, my daughter. Secondly, if you're going through these problems and this much energy in 2020 without any spiritual support, good luck. If you don't have people supporting you, you don't have spirituality supporting you, that's a lot to put on yourself. I took it a, a, a step further than I said, I'm going religion. I'm going very, very hard into God because I need that much support to heal the things that are the most broken in me. The things that give me the most trauma, a doctor, science isn't fixing that. My soul, the things that I connect to, my, my passion, comes from people that are no longer here. And the best way to be able to contact and communicate is through a higher power. And that's not smoking weed. You can smoke if you want to. I do smoke, but don't smoke too much and don't drink too much. But I feel like being able to ground yourself or connect to a higher power during a challenging times is beneficial. That's the direction I'm going in. That's why I say Eric Thomas, PhD, spiritual preacher, 
has overcome so many things that are relatable from and from the crib, from Michigan. So it seems like an ideal partnership or a direction that I should be going in 2021. Not to mention my best friend or one of my close friends is the creator of the Secret to Success podcast. And I'm trying to find an opportunity to join that team. Not leaving Winnipeg. I'm just finding alternative opportunities to generate revenue to be able to help support this community. So at the end of this, guys, what you want to do in 2021, take a hard look at yourself in 2020. Break down three different categories of things that you want to look at, the positives and negatives, and then make a clear plan for what you want to do for 2021. And this is your boy, KB. I didn't talk much about Four Sisters Clothing. Please do check out the website. And also understand this is about being vulnerable and real. Challenge yourself to be better than you were and accept what you were before. Don't deny it. Don't make excuses. Accept it. Embrace it and learn from it. And if you don't like it, write it down and say, what is it I don't like about this? What are people saying? Is it true or is it isn't? It's up to you for you to believe that. But at the end of the day, ask yourself, can you do better in 2021 than you did in 2020? And what are those things that you're going to work on to allow for you to have that it's your boy, KB. Please leave your comments and concerns at thepushwithkb at gmail.com. Be vulnerable. Open up, but really look at yourself and say, can you do better? Can you work on you to be better for the people around you in 2021? It's your host with the most. I'm pushing out of here. Thank you for listening. I'll probably talk to you in the new year. Happy New Year. Stay safe in your homes and find something to celebrate during COVID. Peace.